eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. back inside black and gold i'm jeff nowak he's steve geller leave us a review please have you done that yet if you haven't do it do it do it we, we gotta start getting promos i think from all these saints players to, to plug us do it um anyway okay so we talked a lot about jimmy graham we talked a lot about the 1v1s and the and and, and practice and pads and all this mike thomas looks good mike thomas looks how good neat. does he look Mike Thomas looks angry and I am on board. And one of the things that people like to say about Mike Thomas is that he only runs slants. First of all, that's not true. Look up the data. He runs plenty of other routes and he runs them well, but you know what? He runs better than probably anyone else on the planet. Well, what's that? Slant routes. And this idea that somehow that is an unskilled thing blows my freaking mind. Would you tell Shaq to stop dunking because it seems too easy for him? Would you still tell Steph Curry he shoots too many threes? He should take more difficult mid-range jumpers because it'll make the game more interesting to watch? No. So why are you telling Mike Thomas he shouldn't be running slant routes because no one else can stop it? That's idiotic. Move on. I think it started because of C.D. Deuce, which supposedly no. sparked the fight at, at, at practice. He was it calling didn't him slam didn't start boy. because of C.D. Deuce, but I believe that C.D. Deuce knows that it annoys Mike Thomas because Mike <laughs> hears all that stuff. And then it's like his teammates being a dick to him, so he punches him in the face. Good for him. C.J. probably deserved to get punched. Like That's the thing no one ever talks about is C.J. is really good at getting punched and getting the other players thrown out of the game. He deserves to get punched. <laughs> like, like they are well within their rights to punch him in any circumstance that is not an NFL game because they're going to get kicked out of it. So it's a great play by him, but he's an antagonist. He knows what he's doing, and he got Mike. And, he, um, and Mike got suspended for a game, right? Like It says a little yes, something about – Mike has a temper. We know I, that. I love CD Deuce too, but there says something about him that he's already on his third team. Yeah. And, he, and the Eagles wouldn't even resign him after right. leading the NFL in interceptions. Like, maybe there's something going on there, right? Uh, but, okay. So, Mike Thomas has a temper. I think it's it's what part of what makes him so great. 
is that he's mean. He's mean. I talked to Isaac Adam about this because I asked him, have you lined up against Mike yet? And he was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, is that is that intimidating? Because you know he's just trying to gonna try to beat you to the ground. And he was just like, well, no, you gotta you gotta match him. You have to go at him with the same level of physicality as he's gonna go at you with. And it's difficult because players like Mike are really good at offensive pass interference, but making it look like it's defensive pass interference or just getting away with offensive pass interference. That's that's a part of the game that no one ever talks about, is that if you're really good at it, you can get away with offensive pass interference. You have to know how to do it. Same thing as an offensive lineman. You can hold as long as you hold in the right spot, right? In basketball, it's like if you fall down, you get the foul. So you get really good at falling down creatively, right? It's all playing to the rules without breaking them. And Mike does it as well as anybody. But what he does, again, as better than anyone on the planet, is create immediate separation and then box guys out and make a catch before they can do anything. Uh, Mike Thomas got targeted four times in practice today. At least three of them were on quick slants. One of them, Marshawn managed to break up and that might happen one out of every 10 times. And it takes a player as good as Marshawn, who is, has the quick reflexes and the ability to get there to do it. There was a play that Paulson Adebo read perfectly. He got to Mike as he was catching the ball. Mike still managed to secure it and use his momentum and fall forward for about a five to eight yard gain, right? If you were a running back and you could just guarantee five to eight yards, you're in the hall of freaking fame. For some reason, people think that because the ball gets thrown to Mike, it's less talented. And it's not because you are a quarterback's best friend. Every quarterback in the NFL would be better if they had a player who could create instant separation, battle for the catch, and then fall forward because you're big enough to take that hit, right? The only thing that has held Mike Thomas back is his health. And, you know, part of it is being so physical and getting at probably doesn't help. But, like, this, uh, he looks great and he can do what he does best. He's going to make an impact on this offense. Yeah, come on. Mike, Mike Thomas is not that receiver that's going to burn anybody with his speed or like some amazing, you know, agility kind of uh, this play that's got your jaw drop on the ground. But he is going to maybe get, be in a group of three, four guys and come out with the ball kind of thing. And he does. And he just does things that you cannot stop. Right. And that's, the, the, what and is that's, wrong like, with you not being able to stop that slam? Well, there's this idea that it's like, oh, it's so easy. There's nothing skilled there. Well, then to stop it. Then, then stop it. Then stop it. Because he caught 149 passes in 2019, and everyone knew what he was going to do. Exactly. Why didn't they stop it? Because you can't. And that's what makes it so good. Same reason you can't stop Steph Curry. Same reason you couldn't stop Shaq, right? I don't know why I'm making all these basketball references. You get the idea. The other thing that he does, and I asked James Hurst about this today, <laughs> is when you can program those short yardage gains, those quick hitting gains, it allows your offensive line so much freedom. Um, and, and this is exactly, this is what he had to say when I asked him about it. Just, just you know, doing his thing and you get those quick balls out. Yeah. How, does that, how does that change your mindset as an offensive lineman knowing like, I just got to pull this block forward? Yep. You know, however long. Yeah, it's, it's a huge help. Um, obviously, his ability to get open, catch the ball, and, you know, even break a tackle and make big plays is huge for us as far as getting momentum going. But also it allows us to call different plays and allows the offensive line to, you know, change up their pass sets, give the defensive line a different look instead of us just setting back, setting back, you know, and kind of being more passive. It allows us at times to be more aggressive. So I'm very grateful to have a player like that, that we can 
you know, drop back and get the ball out in a second. Um, but it just it's able to to give us to give defensive linemen different looks, which is which is good for offensive linemen. You're affecting the game in ways that is not even like, oh, we needed a five yard gain on first down. Okay, we got it. Right? You are allowing your teammates to to play off of you. You know, when he's talking about that, it's like, yeah, when you're constantly setting back and you're thinking, okay, we got to protect as long as it takes to get this ball out. You know, you're kind of locking yourself into into a box of like the defense knows what you're going to do and they're going to attack it. When you know you're getting the ball out fast, you can do a lot more. You can motion. You can you can keep the defense off guard. And when they are off guard, it means they're a, they're a tick slower. And when you can slow down the pass rush, you can do a lot of other things. And so when you're looking at Mike Thomas, understand that you're not just looking at a guy who runs a lot of slants, who catches a lot of contested catches. You're looking at a guy who impacts your offense in so many ways and just having him on the field and having him be a threat improves your offense and, and makes life easier on everybody else. It makes life easier on the quarterback, makes life easier on the running back, makes life easier on the offensive line. It makes life easier on the receiver on the other side of the field because he's not getting doubled. It affects the game in so many ways. And so that's why I'm so excited to see Mike healthy and to see Mike back. And I'm hopeful that they can keep him healthy because when Mike is a part of this offense, it is a different offense. Oh, there's and no doubt. And it's, it's like no doubt with that, too. Uh, I just want to know, you know, we always hear the term wrap him up in bubble wrap, save him for the season. I, I don't know if we're there for that Mike, that point yet for Mike Thomas because he's missed so much football. I still think, you know, getting acclimated, obviously, with Derek Carr and the rest of the guys is, is still key. It's not like, you know, you got, you know, that timing with Drew Brees is still on point and you can just save Thomas the rest of the way. I don't know if we'll see him much in preseason kind of ball, but I, I, I'm just real uh, leery still about getting my hopes up with Thomas just because of the injury history. And now hopefully the ankle issues as well as the toe issue is something that he's moved on from because yeah, the, the past couple of seasons has just been miserable. <laughs> yeah, and I, I mean, I, I don't know if he would benefit from being babied. I, I genuinely don't because he has been babied the last two seasons and I, I don't oh, think yeah. it's been good for him. I think he's a guy that likes the work and he's better for the work. And so I think that you you do benefit from getting him out there and letting him just go through the full reps. We saw last year, they they, they slow played it and he still got hurt. And um, I think you need to get, I think you're doing a lot of prehab, right? Like that's a yeah. word that I had to, I had to define for Bobby Abear the other day. Um, Cause he was like, what the hell does that mean? And it, and it means like preventative maintenance, right? Like, you know what the issues are going to be, so you're doing work ahead of time. Like you're you're dealing with the feet. You're making sure that if there's any aches and pains, you're addressing it before something snaps, right? And hopefully that's something that he's gotten better at, and I'm sure it's something that the Saints are making sure he's focused on. And yeah, uh, I so but I don't think like you're shutting him down. You're saying this. I, I mean, for this, I still don't think you're getting him out there in preseason games because why would you? But like those joint practices, I expect him to be a full go. Yeah. Um. And yeah, it's, I wouldn't be surprised if throughout the season, maybe you, you do some load maintenance, right? And maybe there's like, it's like he plays four games in a row and it's like, okay, you're feeling good. Maybe we dial back your snap count for this game. Maybe we give you a week off even, you know, the same way you would have an off day in baseball. Maybe it's like, yeah, this is, this is probably one we can, we can win without you. I don't know. But either way, like, I think this, this slant, slant boy narrative always always grinds my gears because I think people are trying to speak like project that it's not talented 
so it should not be done, but it's all coming from a place of we can't stop it. And it's frustrating that we can't stop it, even though we know what's happening. I think maybe it's just because, yeah, Mike's doing, get does his production in a way that it's not like a Justin Jefferson. It's not the same kind of receiver. No. He's got 149 passes. He's pretty but good. But everyone knows what he's doing. And they, it's like, it's so obvious. He's got 149 <laughs> passes. <laughs> Well, it takes like 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 good receivers three years to get to that total. Not great receivers, but like average NFL receivers who play seventeen games. It might take them three years to get to that reception total. <laughs> he did it in sixteen games, um, right? And that, and like you said, that was a sixteen game season. Still, uh, I just get a kick out of it. But all right, let's let's close this off. Um, you know, wh- why don't you pick a handful of players who you think have been standouts? so far and let's let's avoid mike thomas and marshawn Lattimore. we know they've been good let's kind of lop that off the top and we don't want to say Derek carr either let's pick some middle of the pack players that have stood out to you over the first five practices you don't have to get too in depth but just 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 give me a yeah number one i think uh rashid shaheed has definitely uh looked the part of a wide receiver not just uh a gadget guy or a return person interested to see more of him doing more in the route tree because uh, I think he can really get it all kind of deal uh, and definitely anxious to see what he's capable of in this offense. We saw a little bit last season and was impressive on defense. uh, I got us, I got us go with Peyton Turner surprisingly uh, that he's, he stood out early on now that the pads are on though. I do want to see it more. I love the fire and that kind of, attitude that he's shown on the field. Now I just want to see it more with the pads on because they definitely need that on the defensive side. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, I think those are both good picks. Um, Peyton Turner was chasing down Derek Carr today. He got some pressure a couple times. Um, I'm still, you know, we're still kind of in the process of figuring out uh, how he's going to impact the game. But uh, I think he is in line to be the starter across from Cam. Nothing I've seen has kind of made me feel like he's not that. So that's better a good be, right? thing. That's a good thing. Um, Rashid, you know, every, like he caught a bomb today. It was the first time he's connected on one of those. It was from Jake Hayner. He had a chance at one. The other day, Isaac Yadam got in and broke it up. But you see him, like you, you, you see him get out and like just put the wheels down. And it's like, man, he, he's so smooth. And yeah, he just it looks he's so effortless. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and it's like all you got to do is get it out there for him. Like Jameis had a chance at a at a deep ball on either the first or second day of practice. I think it was the first day, and he underthrew him. And I think it's like you underestimate just how fast he is and just how quickly he gets out there. It's like you just got to sling it. You just got to get it out as far as you can and let him run under it. Like he's that type of fast and he's that type of smooth. And you just got to trust he's going to blow by his guy. And uh, yeah, so I, I I have enjoyed watching that. Um, you know, it's you, I haven't seen anyone stand out at linebacker yet. You know, Andrew Dowell's made a couple plays. 
Yeah, yeah I mean, there, there really hasn't been a ton at, at linebacker, and, and that's kind of disappointed me to this point. If I'm looking for kind of a depth defensive back, I think Paulson Debo has looked good. I think Alante Taylor has looked good. I think Troy Pride, you know, Definitely. and obviously he got he got just demolished by Jimmy Graham today, but, you know, Jimmy ended up on the ground. So I guess he'd get the tackle for, for that. Uh, but, you know, I think in terms of a guy who I did not expect to show up and show out this well, he's a guy for me. And, you know, Smoke Mondays look good as a blitzer. I haven't really seen much from him as a defender, as a, as a deep back. Um, but, yeah, so I'll, I'll go with Troy Pride as a, a defensive back who is, who's caught my eye. Uh, and then Lynn Bowden. Sure. I think Lynn Bowden has looked good. You know, he the the issue for Lynn is he, he has really good chemistry with Jake Hayner, but I don't think that chemistry with the third string quarterback is going to get you on this roster this year. But he has also got upside as a returner, and I don't see a ton of really impressive competition at the wide receiver spot that would make me think he doesn't have a chance at this roster. Um, Traquan had a good day today, but again, I, I, I mean, I don't think he does enough and I could see him missing. Yeah. So I, I think Lynn has looked good for, for a guy who, I mean, had no expectations and seems to have a legitimate role. I, I like it. I also think Will Lutz has, has solidified that role to me. I, I think we can stop talking about Blake groupie. Will went eight for eight on kicks today. I believe he made one from yeah. 57 or 59 to close out the day. I, I, I mean, we can, we can stop talking about that battle. I still think there's a battle at punter to be talked about, but I, I think we, you know, we, obviously he needs to go out in the preseason and, and kick, but he looks good. He looked just as good as he did last year. Knock on wood that that changes uh, in terms of he looked good last year and he struggled in the season, but I, I don't see a scenario where he loses that job in camp. No, I, I, I'm right with you there with the kicker situation. I guess with Krupe, you just got to hope uh, another team doesn't notice him and he's there just in case of emergency, something happens with an injury to Lutz and you can you got somebody on the short dial to get back in the building. Yeah, but there's a lot more to learn. We're less than two weeks away from the first preseason game, which is crazy. The Hall of Fame game is on Thursday. Yes, correct, sir. Man, it's way too early for football, but we're getting there. We're getting there. I'm excited. I made it through the entire series. I think it's eight parts of the quarterback series on Netflix. Fully enjoyed it until that last episode when it was featuring the Chiefs and the Eagles in the Super Bowl. And my childhood favorite Eagles blew that game. I have not watched it, and I do not plan to. I think it'd be into that. With the, It's pretty interesting. I watch football all the time. When I'm not working, you don't want to get kinda... more football. I, I mean, like, how much football do I need in my life? Like, I, there's other things. I hear you. I know. <laughs> so I don't know. Like the, the like the uh, even the hard knock stuff. Like it's just like, gosh, how much of this do I need? You know what? I typically haven't watched them. Last year I did just because of so many Saints connections with the Lions. May I'm, I, I'll probably tune in to see stuff with the Jets and and Aaron Rodgers, but I don't think I'll be following it religiously. Yeah. Like I'll watch games. Uh, like when I'm not working, yeah. I'll watch football games, but I'm not going out of my way to find I, I'll watch documentaries. And I guess the, the quarterback thing is, is like that, but I, I prefer like the 30 for thirties. Um, like the, the old school ones, like there was one on Marcus Dupree that I highly recommend. That was really you know, great. Stuff yeah. like, that. like the book of Manning is really good. I highly recommend that. Like that's the type of stuff that I'm looking for sports stuff. That's it's like, there's enough, like I need to figure out what happened before me. I don't need to get more information about what's going on now. 
<laughs> right. It's like, I, I got enough to deal with with Derek Carr. I don't need to hear the inside outs of Derek Cousins, uh, D- Kirk, Cousins Kirk Cousins. Yeah, lifestyle. I agree. It, I, 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 agree. Will say, I will say the, the really the whole thing to me really humanize these guys that they're not just these athletes on a pedestal. You see that they go through real struggles at home, off the field kind of thing. And I, I appreciated that aspect of it. Um, we look at often these guys as superheroes and they're, they're really just mere mortals, folks. We just talked about Jimmy Graham for 20 minutes, and I think we kind of got to that point as well. But yes, I, I agree. And I think the, you know that's something to remember when you talk about people getting franchise tagged and it's like, wow, why can't you can't play $11 million a year? Like, yeah, well, well your NFL career lasts five years, and then you got to figure it out. Um, anyway, we don't need to get into that. This podcast is over. <laughs> we don't need a whole other podcast starting up on that subject. But all right, this is Inside Black and Gold. I'm Jeff Nowak. He's Steve Geller. You can follow me on Twitter at Jeff underscore Nowak. You can follow Steve at Steve Geller. WWL, you can follow the show at Saints underscore pod. I haven't been great about posting to that Twitter account, but I'll I'll be better. I'll be I promise. I'll be I'll 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 be better. Yeah. And if you want to check out our latest Saints content, check it out over at WWL.com or on YouTube at WWL Sports. You can listen to Steve on Sports Talk every night, uh, WWL AM 870 FM 105.3 and always free on the Odyssey app. Steve, what are you going to talk about tonight? Uh, getting more into stuff with training camp, going over no. some of the sound we got from the podium with uh, Bobby, and we'll react to that, obviously. And then uh, me, uh, Bobby, and Mike are about to give our top takes at 545 on the uh, the crossfire segment that we just kind of uh, installed where we're all given uh, our top options. And you know Bobby's going to end up eating most of the clock, though, on that. That's what he does. I used to have a game called Crossfire. It was like a board game where you would like, yeah. shoot balls at each other. You know what I'm talking I about? That. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay, well, I guess it wasn't alone. I have to go find one of those. But all right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. It's been a lot of fun. We'll be coming at you later in the week with another episode as my dog sneezes. Bless you. Really loudly um and uh, there's gonna be a lot to learn if you have any questions let me know if you have us if you want us to get into any subjects hit me up my dms are open i love suggestions because it saves me the effort of having to get that hamster turning we're not very good thinkers yeah no i'm I, i'll talk i'll talk it i'll talk your ears off but I, when it comes to getting that things that we'll start it it's it's tough and it's just you know just cobwebs and and bags of funyuns and stuff like that it's <laughs> not good for me. But all right thanks everyone for listening Whew. Who that? Go Saints. We, we got tons to bring you because fans are not practice for a while. So get ready for the next episode, which should be really hot. Who, baby. All right. Peace, y'all. Bye.